Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Kim Barrett Show. I am your host, Kim Barrett. And in today's episode, we meet up with and we have a good, good chat with the one and only Mr. Brian Kurtz of Boardroom fame. Grew a, a business called Boardroom Direct Mail Company to over $150 million. That's million dollars, right? $150 million. Now, who is this for? Why should you check out this episode? Well, this one is like, if you if you know who Brian is, direct marketing, direct mail, copywriting, you might be like, oh, do I have to be a marketer to listen to this episode? Now, I would absolutely say no. If you are a business owner or entrepreneur wanting to grow, the principles that Brian shares are absolutely out of this world. We cover off on the 100-0 principle. We cover off on how to build and grow your network offline. I know, right? Digital. What's this digital marketing Kim guy talking about offline stuff for? What? Right, And then uh, we also cover off on a few stories about the late, great Dan Kennedy, who uh, on the day of recording just announced that he was basically on his deathbed. So this is one full of stories, full of fun. Uh, it's actually in two parts. So this is introducing you to part one of the Brian Kurtz interview. So look forward to seeing you guys on the inside. And as always, if you need any help with your marketing or anything else, head over to www.freeusb.com.au. We got you covered, just cover postage and handling and we'll sort you out. Cheers, see you in the episode. Okay, you guys, today I am very excited uh, at my evening, his morning, to have uh, the legend that is Mr. Brian Kurtz here, author of new book, Over Deliver, which I've just finished uh, reading a couple weeks ago, and it is phenomenal. And I've got him on today to share some of his wisdom with us around, around marketing, uh, around really everything in business, because I think that a lot of times people uh, think of marketing and they go, oh, it's, just, it's just marketing, but it really applies in so many different areas of business. And uh, that's what I'm excited about today. So Brian, thank you so much for making the time to join me today. Really excited to be with you, Kim. It's, uh, it's a real pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much. And now I um, we were chatting just before and I normally like to do a little bit of an intro about people and tell them, but after reading in Over Deliver, a little bit of your story and background and the people that you've rubbed shoulders with and worked with over the years, I'd love for you to share with the audience um, uh, who you are, what a bit of your background is so that we can uh, really dive into things today. Yeah, I, I don't want to spend too much time on that, you know, because it's... Uh, it's all it's all it's all fluff until I start talking about some stuff that people want to hear. But the the quick history is that I spent uh, I'll, I'll do 34 years quickly. I spent 34 years at Boardroom. Uh, Boardroom was an iconic publisher and direct marketer. That is, you know, uh, we did you know every medium. We we mailed millions of names. Um, we did millions of impressions. And it was basically to sell newsletters and books. And, you know, so it's a fairly simple business, but a simple business that ended up going to $157 million from about $5 million when I got there in 1981. Um, and the 34 years, I mean, I don't want, I'm going to, I'm going to gloss over it and we can get into some details because there's a lot of detail in the book. But, and my book is not a memoir. It's much more, you know, telling the stories to illustrate various fundamental points regarding direct marketing but it was a, it was a great ride it was it was just an amazing you know business to consumer business uh, that helped consumers in in all areas in health and finance in uh, you know personal development and 
you know, it was just a, a great ride. My first 10 years, I was the list manager. And what that means, I, I always say I was most likely to be voted, uh, most likely to be voted list manager in my high school yearbook. Um, and, you know, I fell into that. And then after 10 years of just being totally immersed in lists and selling our list and renting our list to the, to the direct mail industry, I ended up getting so obsessed with marketing and then ended up running the marketing. I became a, a partner in the business, an equity partner in the business. And uh, it was just a great ride. And then in, uh, I guess, the point in 2014, I got, I'm all the way up to 2014, so that's good. <laughs> 2014, I hosted an event. Um, Marty Edelston, who's the founder of Boardroom, passed away in 2013. And I sent, uh, I, it was an interesting thing, because I sent a, uh, I just had a brainstorm that, like, why don't I do a big tribute event to Marty? And that event, I, sent, I remember sending a, a fax to Dan Kennedy. He only, he doesn't do email. And um, he, uh, you know, I said, what about this tribute event? And he said he would want to, he'd be interested. And so in 2014, I organized the Titans of Direct Response, which was an amazing event. I mean, it was, I just had everybody there. I had Joe Sugarman and I had Jay Abraham and I had, you know, the best copywriters, Gary Bensavenga and, and, you know, just an amazing event. And of course I had Dan. That event uh, in September of 2014, kind of spurred my next career, which was uh, the Titans marketing. Because after the end of the year, I realized that, you know, I didn't really, I, you know, boardroom was doing okay, but it wasn't, you know, what I really wanted to do anymore. And so instead of being, so I took um, Jay Abraham's advice and, and, and started realizing that if I did it, I, I really have an obligation to teach it. So that was really the element of going out on my own, Titans marketing. I have two mastermind groups. I wrote one book, The Advertising Solution, and then I wrote my most recent book, Over Deliver. And I also sell Gene Schwartz's great books, Breakthrough Advertising and Brilliance Breakthrough. I sell swipe files. And I have two mastermind groups that are my pride and joy. They're just amazing groups of multi-channel direct response marketers. And so now, instead of a business to consumer business to millions, I'm a business to business business to thousands or a few thousand and my mastermind groups are only like 50 people but i'm i it's sort of like now i'm going to teach and learn with the best direct response marketers and then they go out and multiply and that's a different way to reach millions of people so mm -hmm. it's it's kind of the same mission but done you know from a b2b uh area uh than from a b2c so that's mm -hmm. my career in a nutshell but there's a lot more in there, but I'm not going to do 40 years of, of marketing. <laughs> I just want to talk about some stuff that's in my book and whatever. So, and you can ask yeah, any yeah, questions. Yeah, definitely. I love that. And I, I got to admit, it's very tough getting your emails every week when you do start to promote something. Because literally every time I'm like, oh, God, I, like, I just have to buy it. Because the stuff, like the, the way that you write, I just love it that you treat everyone, um, you know, like it's part of your family and like you, you know, the whole building a tribe, I think you do tremendously well in the way that you articulate things. And I love every time. And I think I've got a tab open in one of my browsers. I uh, close just so that we uh, we keep the bandwidth because it's rainy here in Perth. But uh, I think there's one you sent out last week and I was like, I've just got to buy this. Like it's just every time you share and the knowledge that you're sharing uh, and some of the history that you cover is, is just tremendous. And like you mentioned, like the um, some of the greats that have passed away, like um, Gene Schwartz, I think um, Dan Kennedy, I believe, has just announced, I think it was this morning or yesterday that he's passed away, which is really, really sad. And um, 
I think that you've done a tremendous job of bringing some a lot of these things back to people that you know don't really know, may not know who they are, new upcoming marketers, and they can kind of miss over these things. Because one of the the big things I got, um, and I always get from your stuff, is around the whole labeling of direct marketing. And when people say that, if you say that you're a direct marketer, they're like, oh, so what, like, are you doing like letterbox drops or like what actually is that? Yeah, and I, I, I like your definition. Marketing became synonymous, you know. Mm. It's not, it's not, I mean, but that's why I always say direct response marketing. So at mm. least I can, you know, it, it's not that direct marketing's, um, um, the, the definition has changed. It's just that people's perception of the definition has changed. Going back to the, um, to the greats uh, of, of marketing, I just want to say one thing, because, you know, the, uh, and we'll talk about the, the resource site for my book, which is incredible, but the, at overdeliverbook.com, I've got, you know, all the, I've got 11 bonuses that are incredible that you get if you buy my book. And the, the interesting thing about that, that resource site that is the subtle thing, the, the obvious thing is like the book's called Overdeliver, so I had to overdeliver on the bonuses. Yeah. The, the subtle piece, and, and I'm really, and now, you know, with Dan Kennedy, you know, I, I assume he's, he's on his deathbed, which is just tragic. But I, when, I, when I did the resource site, I, I thought of the movie Coco, which is a Pixar film that depicts, it, 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 it's, it's about the Mexican holiday of Dia de Muertos. Mm. And it's a holiday that celebrates the dead, not mourns the dead, celebrates the dead. And the, the, one of the premises of the movie, and it's a kid's movie, but it's not. And it's, it's um, one of the premises of the movie is that you're not really dead until nobody remembers you. And mm. it's a really powerful concept. And I've always believed that. I've always believed because I've worked with some of the best copywriters, the best direct marketing, direct response marketing consultants. And it's and, and so the, the resource site, there's a lot of people there that are still alive, thank God. And but there are quite a few that are no longer with us. And I think that that was my way of saying, you know, they're not they're not going to be dead for a long time because I'm remembering them. And it's interesting because I, you know, I had a near-death experience myself only four months ago. I had a stroke, and I really thought, you know, I thought I, I thought I did it. You know, I thought I was done, and um, I survived it. And uh, I realized that I had the book and I had my resource site, so at least I did my part of remembering them and almost remembering me. Um, and now that I'm I'm alive and I'm, I'm you know, I want to go out and continue to remember the greats of marketing and not from a uh, from a nostalgia point of view um i really believe and i have chapter two of my book which is a little repetitive but i drill at home uh, on original source you know it's, it's not so much let's remember the you know the dead and and the people that came before us for the sake of remembering them they taught us fundamentals that are still applicable today online um, and they never worked on the internet and so I set the book up to, to have that chapter. And then chapter three is how paying postage made me a better marketer. And that was how I, you know, how direct mail helped me on in online marketing, which is critical too. And then I went into lists and, and offers and creative, but I really need to set, I needed to set that up. So I just wanted to put that out there because it's not a stroll down memory lane. It's, it's more, you know, really, really understanding 
why we we need the fundamentals, why original source matters, why you know paying postage made me a better marketer and can make you a better marketer. And um, those are some basic things that that I I know I I knew I wanted to cover in this book, and I covered mm-hmm. them early, and then I went into the the fundamentals through my stories and. I mean, the book's not a memoir, but it definitely is through my stories and through my experiences that I that I illustrate most of the points. Yeah, I mean, it was super um, applicable, I think. And I, when I was going through, I was like, "Oh, you've done a, a tremendous job of weaving in story, but then actionable points." And you know, I was kind of going through and thinking, I was like, "If if I was to if I was to tell people to read this book, because literally, I've got people in my team, and I um, they're definitely going to be reading this book, and they're getting a, getting a copy to read." I was like, "But who would I say it's for?" And I was like, "Well." You can say it's marketers because there's many marketing principles and advertising principles in there. But I was like, really, anyone that has a business needs to know these fundamentals because I know there was one great quote in there where I think you mentioned it's like, doesn't matter how successful you are, how tremendous your business is doing, you should always have your hands in some way, shape or form touching on your marketing, even if it's outsourced or anything like that. Yes, that's any any entree. I, I, in fact, I think it's in the first chapter. I, I give mm. nine uh, reasons why every entrepreneur should understand their marketing, even if they're not doing the marketing. And it's mm. sort of like, I guess the, the big thing, it's on the flap of my book. It's like marketing isn't everything. It's the only thing. And that's yeah. not saying that, you know, you have to, and, and I, I'm not, a, look, I'm, I, I was a very aggressive marketer at boardroom. I don't think I'm an aggressive marketer. Like my Sunday, when I, you said, you know, you had to buy it, buy something from one of my Sunday blogs. Because, but I wasn't even selling it until the PS really. Yeah. You know, I was really writing a story, and then I PS with an offer for this was for the Jim Rutz um, mm. uh, swipe file. But I I never send out a rarely, very rarely send out an email that just sells. I mean, every one of my emails is content with sales, which is another concept which I I I call I wrote a blog called Fishing Without Bait, and mm. that was a really interesting thing that I, I, I learned it from Dean Jackson, but it, it's, it's basically, I mean, here, here's the metaphor. You're, you're on a lake and there's fish in the water and that's your prospects. And most people will throw a rod in the lake with bait on it. And the bait could be, you know, a, a welcome, a welcome mat or a, a lead generator or whatever. Not a, uh, uh, not, not a tripwire. Tripwires, you blow up your customers. That's not good. But it's, it's something that you put in the water, the the uh, the fish hook on it. You bring them in, and then you get them in some funnel, and you sell them, and all that. That's that's a fine way to sell. And if you have good product, and you get it in their hands, um, and then you sell them other things, and they buy it. It's it's not it's a nice model. My model, which a lot of people are doing now, is instead of the fish in the water, I put the pole aside, the fishing pole aside, and what I do is. I shine a light, a spotlight on the water all the time. That would be my content. That would be my blog. That would be mm. anything that I want to do to touch that audience. And what happens is, you know, when you're, it, it's a slower process for sure. It's, you know, I mean, Joe Polish, my buddy calls me the director of sales prevention, but I'm not really preventing sales. I'm just, I'm, I'm just making it so that I'm, I'm letting my audience know it, I'm here when you need me. I'm here when you're ready, but I'm not going to, you know, force you to buy anything, but I'll give you opportunities. I'll give you the, the things that you want to know. And so the concept is with the spotlight, which is my content all the time, 
And when they're ready, the fish will jump into the boat without bait. And I mean, there is some bait in, in the in the spotlight, sort of, sort of. But I'm not like throwing it out there and say, you know, get it now. And I don't usually do urgency. I mean, sometimes I have a deadline. Most times I don't. So it's kind of counter to a lot of what most people do online today. So I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying it's the best way to do it. But I really think it's a it's an interesting model for me um, at my stage in my career because I'm not, you know, I don't need the, the orders for cash flow. I want the orders because people want to learn and people want the information. And then one other thing when you said, it, it reminded me when you said, you know, who's this book for? I, I have a, a, a blurb on the back of the book from Dan Kennedy. So in the spirit of, of uh, remembering one of my great mentors, he, he wrote, Brian Kurtz has put together a definitive presentation of direct marketing as apart from all other marketing. And he's making a distinction of direct marketing as measurable marketing as opposed to general advertising. He mm-hmm. says pros will find it fascinating. And I think that's true. They might know a lot of it, but they'll see the concepts through story. And then those new to the disciplines will find a vivid crash course. Pinhead executives and big dumb corporations wasting oceans of money on utterly unaccountable brand and image and ego advertising should be forced at gunpoint to read it. Ogilvy was right uh, when he re- when he ranted to his own agency staff that only the mail order people knew what the hell they were doing. And were Ogilvy, Ogilvy alive, he would applaud Brian's work here. And that was like, Okay. An, a, an amazing thing. I mean, to be compared to, you know, to, to be to be applauded by David Ogilvy from the grave was, you know, I have it as my first my first uh, my first blurb on the back of my book. So, but the book is for I think it's for you know pros and and uh, and novices alike. And uh, mm. I, I think I get the concepts that are a little more complicated in the book to get everybody to understand them. It might be a little basic for some pros, but I think they'll they'll appreciate how I, I approach those topics. So yeah, a hundred percent. And I think you definitely you definitely find the right balance because I find especially like if I if I kind of mirror across a lot of what you're doing into the social realm, you've got people that are just running ads and they're like pressure is like opt-in buy now and then you've got people you know in you know probably the camp of like Gary Vaynerchuk where they're just 100% content and I think that they forget to make that throw that little bit of bait into the spotlight like you mentioned like when I read your emails and like I said most of the time I'm like I I either buy or I'm very close to buying every single time because when I read I'm like ah it's great it's in story it's not forced and it's something that I just want but I think that a lot of people kind of get stuck in the middle where they're like oh I've been doing what I do my content but then they don't. They find it hard to then transition across to making that, like, to putting that bait out there, which I think you do tr- tremendously well. But I know on on, uh, on social media, everyone's like, "Well, Gary Vee just told me to just do content," and then you know, there's these advertising guys like like me and Facebook advertising going like, "Well, let's let's get leads in, let's measure it, let's do the direct direct response marketing," and finding that perfect balance, um, kind of in the middle. So, like, for someone that is. Uh, like maybe a little bit earlier on in their career, whether they're marketing for other people or for themselves, which of the two avenues do you like, is there, do they need to find the perfect balance for them? Should they go heavy on one first and then transition to the other? How do, how do you like kind of see that in the world? Yeah, it's, it's interesting because, you know, I'm, I'm not starting out and I'm, I'm not in a, in a total cash flow crunch. So I think that, you know, it's easy for me to say, go for the content only 
and and work your offers into the content if it's if if it's doable because I always think that developing a relationship first you know everything is not a revenue event but everything's a relationship event so mm -hmm. I think that you know really getting into the relationship will give you a much longer term business unfortunately you know and I don't I don't I don't slight people from from doing this because they need cash they need to you know they need to make money so in in I can't say don't do you know the bait and the and the hook and the and the tripwire um, <laughs> but you know I think that it's important um, for certain businesses I will say though that there is the, the way the middle ground that you could go is I mean because I do think that email is still the killer app I mean it's still uh, whether whether you're on Facebook or whether you're on uh, Instagram or you know you're doing all kinds of social media um, getting people onto an email list and developing relationship because you can't really do that as well in short snippets on Facebook and Instagram and things like that so I think a, a, a good approach would be you know to try to from Facebook instead of you know I mean you, you may need an offer but make the offer um, so attractive that they want to opt in to your email list and that would be the best approach other approaches would be you know if you have a product or something you want to sell and you know I, I'm not I'm, I'm, a fan, I'm not a I'm not a fan or a foe of affiliate offers but it's a great way to get started so if you can find some affiliates that have an audience that's very similar to yours it's a it's a really good way to get started it's, it's one element of your marketing plan but if you can have a but and you have to give away half the half the revenue in an affiliate deal so you're not it's like you're not you see I'm not paying for the list but you are paying for the list by, mm. by giving them 50% but if you can do some affiliates to get started ramp up a little bit get opt-ins develop an email list then develop a relationship that's a really good way to get started and I also think that you know something like uh, a PLF launch is a really good way as well because you know um, I'm a big fan of you know what Jeff Walker does I'm in his mastermind and you know I don't do launches but I, I, I marvel at what the, like, the best launches are you know giving away your best content for free and that's you know because and you have to have confidence that you're gonna come up with more best content and mm -hmm. if you don't you know then you shouldn't be in this business so I think that you know that's another way of you're you're not really I mean you're giving away you know we'll say in pre-launch content you're giving away some of your best stuff in the in the in the pre-launch videos you may do an ask me anything webinar where you just spill your guts to whatever they want to know and then you sell something that might be a little repetitive but it's also you know other new stuff and maybe you know it's other best stuff and I mm -hmm. think that that's another way to maybe bridge the gap of you know order you know go for the order versus go for just content um, mm. and I, I am in the middle because I you know I have I have you know now that I have I, I was given a second lease on life I've got you know I've got some time you know I, I'm, I'm a patient marketer so I'm just down the middle where content I'll throw out a, an offer maybe in the PS I don't do affiliates despite by you know choice sometimes I'll sell somebody else's book like if it's a free book or something but I won't take an affiliate commission I do it because I think it's good stuff 
And so I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a strange place and I wouldn't recommend my model unless you got some time and you, you really want to romance your audience and, and just share openly with them. Um, and, and this Sunday I'm going to do a, a, a something about Dan Kennedy, which, you know, he's been such a big force in my life. So, and I don't even know if I'll sell something in the PS or not, but I, I might, but I also, I'll give away something, you know, I'll give away. In fact, I think I'm going to give away, um, Dan Kennedy spoke in the 2014 event and I'll probably give a link to the, his presentation from that event, which was amazing. So, you know, I think, I think giving away stuff is really important. But again, if you're, if you're, you know, des you never want to be desperate for cash in your business. But if you are, you know, you've got to make, you know, make some kind of arrangement to get some cash in the door. But then again, one other thing, you know, you, you don't have to get all the cash in the door. So you can, for example, uh, I'll make it very simple. You're advertising on Facebook. You give away, we'll say a $10 special report, which, you know, you're not going to, and it's, it's very valuable. You're not going to make your media dollars back. You're not going to make your money back on that. But if you have a long view of this, of, you know, and that's why lifetime, I have a lot of this in my book about lifetime value and, hmm. and, and calculating what the, what the value of a customer is. If you have at least that, that's a big step also. So at least you get some of your money back, but you don't get all of it. And you know how much you can spend before you can go back to Facebook and, and spend some more money. So there's a lot of ways to do it. I mean, I don't have one answer because I know that some people are, you know, need to make an order, have an order a lot quicker than I, I do. But I think there's a lot of ways to swing it. And, um, you know, affiliate, affiliate programs are good and, and launches are good and, you know, low priced offers and getting the money more on the back end is good. So there's a lot of different models. And there's, of course, you know, going at right out with an order. But that's not my preferred method, but sometimes it's necessary. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. And uh, a couple of things that I also noticed in um, in the book and like recurring themes, and obviously I got to um, uh, we got to I got to meet you when I went to my mentor Ben Simkins Mastermind over in New York, which was amazing. And um, a lot of things, and it's funny I think in the online industry where I know a lot of things that you. Uh, reference is all like you you reference your 100 and 100 and zero principle and things like that which is around connections and relationships and you said it before not everything is a revenue event but it is a relationship event some people i find and i've been uh, guilty of this in the past is where we're, we're working online so it's very easy to get insular and you're like cool it's just me in the big wide world but a lot of the things that I see and I hear and, you know, you get to share and promote uh, many people's works and have many mentors and, and connections out there is from getting out there and building those relationships. So can you tell a little, just share a little bit about that, that 100 and O principle? And I've got a couple other questions down that line as well.